here back at it again it's your man the voice bringing you the track star sports mma main card let's start off with some headlines and hot takes it's official max bless holloway and frankie the answer edgar signed on the dotted line to do the thing ufc 218 december 30th is going down that fight woo! it's gonna be amazing it'll be holloway's first title defense and i mean they've been trying to get frankie edgar another belt in a different weight class for like the past five years and it hasn't happened and i don't see it happening anytime soon especially not after the way Aldo whooped Frankie Edgar in their last fight. And then Holloway just destroyed Aldo. I, I just don't see it happening. I think he's too young. He's got too many skills. And, um, yeah, I just see Holloway getting it done now. Also signed for that card, and I'm letting you know now, this is the Voices Marquee Matchup. For the main card of UFC 218, you know, this is two months away. This is it. Yes, the tough coaches are going to put it down on this card. You got Eddie Alvarez, who got knocked out by Conor McGregor, came back, got DQ'd in his fight against Dustin Poirier. And truthfully, that's who he should be fighting right now. Instead, he is getting the man on a mission, the maniac, Justin Gagey. The highlight, oh my goodness, is going to try to leg kick him to death. I know it. I know it. He's going to try to leg kick him to death. They've uh, had a bit of beef on the uh, Ultimate Fighter. You know, it's been a good back and forth with them. They've been very competitive, but man... Yeah, that that joker is going to be bananas. Speaking of other fights that have been signed recently, Cub Swanson is fighting out his contract uh, against Brian T-City Ortega. Now, Swanson has been with Zufa since the WEC days. And back in the WEC, he found a pretty little lady by the name of Kendra Perez, who was, was one of their ring girls. They've been... Uh, in a relationship for quite some time just had their first child together royal swanson and he's looking to make sure he's getting paid so he turned down the ufc's offer said i'm gonna fight out my contract it's always best to end on a win so you know he's gonna be super motivated in this fight and he said he feels like they keep giving him young up-and-comers to uh, give the up-and-comers someone a name to make themselves against it doesn't get much harder than brian t-city ortega t-city stands for triangle city the boy has mad mad jujitsu skills however he took a year off to i forget if it was on some dope and stuff because i know he had a doping suspension i think he also took some time to heal as well but he worked on his hands during that time. And man, he has been looking phenomenal since he returned. Now, 
Uh, speaking of the WEC, talked about Cub Swanson and his WEC days. My man, the natural born killer, Carlos Condit, former WEC welterweight champion, is making his comeback after a year out as well against Neil Magny. Now, as far as people to pick to fight, Neil Magny is not that that exciting. It's just it's just not that exciting to me. Magny has done well against lower level competition. The most notable win he's had has been against um, Kelvin Gastelum, who's looked phenomenal since moving to 185. But it's kind of how that worked out as far as the win was concerned because Gastelum was fighting at 170 and shouldn't have been fighting at 170. So, I mean, he beat Hector Lombard too, but who hasn't beat Hector Lombard lately? Um, But, so yeah, I would rather see him fight someone like uh, Platinum Perry or Kamaru Usman. Time for some Bellator news. My man, King Mo, that's right. Stand up, Niger. Stand up. <sighs> Unfortunately, he is out of the Bellator 185 card that takes place in just two weeks in Thackerville, Oklahoma. Uh, Bubba McDaniel. A uh, name that you may know, he's a UFC vet, also a tough alum, is going to step in against Liam McGeary. I was really looking for, I can't, let me not say I was looking forward to the fight. I was looking forward to the fight because some heat was building. Mo and Liam were going back and forth uh, in social media recently, talking about uh, their different skills as far as the ground is concerned. Anyone who knows Mo. He is an All-American wrestler from Oklahoma State. Uh, Liam McGeary is a phenomenal, phenomenal Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu black belt. And I was looking forward to it from that aspect and from the little heat that was building. (sighs) They are two of my favorite fighters in Bellator. I got a chance to meet both of them here in St. Louis at Dave and Buster, shout out to Bellator. That's why I love Bellator. The fan fests are phenomenal. Uh, but anyway, I was kind of looking to it, looking forward to the fight, but not wanting to see them fight each other. So I'm glad Bubba stepped in. Uh, I'm not glad Mo is hurt at all. This is the second time, like within the past year, that he's been hurt. He was supposed supposed to fight Ryan Bader uh, at the Madison Square Garden card back in March I want to say and he wasn't able to because he was hurt so I'm not glad about that I'll say this though if you see a fighter and the fighter is getting hurt during training camp that's a very very clear indication that they're not on performance enhancing drugs so from that perspective you know again don't want to see my man hurt but hey uh, at least Bubba McDaniel will get a chance to get uh Get a little shine, and I'm sure Liam's going to be bad. But anyway, that's that. Now, Bellator 184 takes place today, October 6th. And the headlining fight is Eduardo Dances versus the Wolf, Darion Caldwell. Now, they've been trying to get this set up for a while. Caldwell stumbled against uh, Baby Joe Tomenglo. 
about a year or so ago and didn't get a chance to fight for the belt. Now he's there and he is the favorite. And, I, you know, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him. He's got real good skills, just a, a beast. So we'll see how that goes. However, if Dudu wins, Eduardo Dantes's uh, nickname is Dudu, D-U-D-U. So, uh, you know, just take it for whatever it's worth. But if he wins, he will earn the record for having the most title wins in Bellator history. Now, the Voices Marquee matchup for the main card is Emmanuel Sanchez versus Daniel Strauss. I saw Strauss have probably the best fight of his career against uh, Patricio Pitbull here in St. Louis. Oh, man, that fight was bananas. Broke his hand in the first round, kept going at it. It was crazy. Won the belt, but he lost it to... uh, Pitbull in his next defense. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that because Sanchez is on the, the rise. I saw him fight in Chicago when I went to see Mo fight. Um, and actually, that was in March. So I take that back. The uh, MSG card was in June. So uh, forgive me for that. But I saw him fight there. He was doing his thing at 155, dropping back down to 145, his natural weight class. Speaking of 145, John Teixeira, who was really close to fighting for the 145-pound title, will be taking on former title holder Pat Curran. That should be good. And then again, talked about uh, baby Joe Tomenglo. He's fighting Leandro Higo, who lost his last fight against the champion, Dante. So that should be good. Now, the Voices Marquee matchup for the undercard is Steve Cazola. And Carrington Banks. Steve Cazola is a beast. And Carrington Banks is too. So we'll see how that goes. I saw Steve Cazola fight in Chicago. The same fight I went to in March. And saw King Mo just walk through uh, Rampage. Well, I can't say he walked through him. But he beat him solidly two rounds to one. And yeah, that made a brother real happy. Anyway, Steve Cazola was fighting... uh, my man, the North County Nightmare, Jake the Snake Roberts. And it was Chicago versus St. Louis. I was sitting in the stands, uh, you know, with Chicago folks. And asked him, I was like, hey, you know, you guys from here? He was like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, your boy is fighting my boy. I'm telling you, your boy is going to lose. And boy, was I wrong. Steve Cazola knocked out. Uh, Roberts in phenomenal, exciting fashion in the first round. I don't even think the the fight went a minute. It was, yeah, it wasn't good. Not good at all for the St. Louis boy. But, you know, shout out to uh, Jake Roberts. And that was his first loss in Bellator as well. So uh, Steve Gazzola has skills. He does not generally go out of the first round where Carrington Banks, who is a tough alum, uh, out of the Black Zillions camp, I don't know what they call that camp anymore, but uh, out of that camp in South Florida, he usually goes the distance. So we'll see how all this plays out. We'll see how all this plays out. The official negotiation period between Fox and the UFC is over, which leaves the UFC open to 
test the free market as far as finding a broadcast partner they're in a really really good position as no other sports franchises are up for bidding for the next like three years i want to say hockey is up for bidding in 2011 so they're in a prime prime position and i'm surprised that fox let the ufc get away from the table because on fs1 alone the ufc makes up a little over a third of their programming and that's a lot of programming especially for a fledgling station like fs1 has gone through so many different changes uh within the short period of time that they've been around uh you know to let them walk away wow that that was interesting that was interesting so we'll see how all of that goes know that live sports is going to a lot of other alternate outlets you know places like twitter you saw uh thursday night football games there last year uh, Amazon is getting into it, YouTube, etc. So many different ways to get your sports. I was listening to the Five Rounds podcast earlier this week, and they said that Facebook bid over $600 million for Indian cricket. Indian cricket. Now, if you don't know about cricket, Indian cricket is like one of the best leagues out there and i don't know india and pakistan go at it when it comes to cricket but come on man 600 million dollars for cricket <sighs> yeah it, it, it's it's getting ready to be a bidding war this is the reason that WMEIMG bought the ufc for such a hefty price tag uh just a year or so ago was because they knew when these negotiations came up that they'd be able to make their money back and they are poised to do just that especially with the relationships that the ufc has been building with espn and with showtime due to the maymac uh fight that took place recently yeah it's about to get real real interesting it's been rumored that the ufc is looking to get on multiple platforms like the NFL and like the NBA uh, and that's really a phenomenal way to maximize whatever money they're looking to gain in this round of negotiations the UFC 216 main event Tony Ferguson takes on Kevin Lee Kevin Lee is a dynamic prospect the war of words went from television to social media to even backstage Tony Ferguson one of the best lightweight fighters on the planet Tony Ferguson was the last guy to win a national championship at Grand Valley and to move into MMA I kind of looked up to him a little bit and I saw that as a path out when I went to Grand Valley to be back with the team Kevin wasn't even there he would always come back to college. He's one of those dudes that, uh, well, after he graduated, he still wanted to be the cool kid. I don't remember Kevin. So a lot of this hoopla that he was actually talking, it's kind of embarrassing on his part, especially from a captain of a two-time national championship team. He would come back and he would have this, this prestige, like he was already been there, done that. He would come back with a chip on his shoulder. I'd make sure I knocked that right off. I'd make sure he, he knew who was the real next generation. First time I heard the name Kevin Lee, uh, I believe it was in San Diego. He's been a fan of mine since we fought on the same part in San Diego when he's watching me work out. And we kind of watched the hitting pads and we realized how crappy they were hitting the pads. And we were like, man, this guy's from my school. I hope he actually gets his stuff together. 
It started off with mutual respect between me and Tony Ferguson. When he continued to downplay me and keep saying that I wasn't ready for the spot or I wasn't ready for this, I was a little annoyed by it. See, I do like Kevin Lane. He's an athlete. We come from the same college. Why wouldn't I want to like somebody like that? I saw an opportunity when I was at Fox Sports when we had a little quarrel to be able to open up a fight for myself. Congratulations to your fight, but you're calling out Khabib. You're just like Alec Kinza. I can't understand anything that you say. All you're saying is just a whole bunch of hoopla. Yeah, but I'm fighting. You need to get in line. You need to get in line, You need to take a ticket, and you need to bleed a little bit. When he talked to me after the fight, when he interviewed me, it was a little bit of annoyance. But then when he walked up on me at International Fight Week, that's when it jumped that gear. I wanted to give a little bit of more chatter because I knew Tito Ortiz and Stipe were right there. I don't play that. When you walk up on me, you're going to get some business. So he's lucky that Stipe was there. You're talking too much, kid. And now, come October 7th, you're going to be locked inside an octagon with me. And I'm not going to take it easy on you. Tony Ferguson has done it again! Once I put some hurting on him and I show him that, that I'm really here to stay, he'll have respect for me. Kevin Lee muting the masses tonight. I want to go in there and I want to do some salsa dance. I want to do some cumbia merengue and hit this dude from all angles in which he's never seen embarrassing. We need to shh, shh, you talk too much. Just a kick. You saw it already. I can beat Khabib without even beating him. It's called mental warfare. I already point and proved. You got attitude problems. You're just like that dude that was could never really cut it on the team. That's why you move forward, man. So you guys have been right. you guys have been hanging out with each other a lot. Uh, you know, I, I know obviously you guys have some bad blood. Is there respect between you guys though? Do you respect each other? Go ahead, Tony. I'm not. Do I respect you? Absolutely. You're an athlete. Like I said, I was a captain of the team that we were both represented. We never stepped foot on the same mat. We never even talked to each other. I never knew who you are. I never even represented anything that would be close to you. The fact is, is there's so much other things going on in this world that I don't have. I'm not bringing any animosity into this. You're already at a loss, my friend. You're trying to mean mug me. You're trying to stare me down. You're trying to do something that you're not. You're like that wrestler in line that's trying to mean mug the other guy. And I'm just shaking you off. I'm that dude showing up in Converse and big baggy clothes. That's going to school you, kid. You okay. might have all the shiny you can but it's not gonna man we all know that's fake yeah right all right well i mean look there, there's always been respect for tony i said it since the beginning i feel like tony's uh been the number one contender for a while he's definitely the toughest fight i like those big challenges as a man he, he the man's a weirdo like he he has been since the beginning uh we ain't we ain't had no interaction before because it was on my terms like i ain't really you know the dude is just he just a weird dude, so, dude. Uh, i mean his, his style is great uh, you know, he, he, he can fight, but that's about it. So, you know, we, we ain't really gonna have no, I wish him nothing but the best after this. He gonna be disappointed on Saturday night because he wanted just as bad. But, uh, you know, in, in light of other things, I, I, I hope he go back to his family. He, he kiss his girl and, and he have a good life. You know, the biggest part that Motown Phenom brings to this table is conditioning. Now, I told him, if he's going to piss me off, I'm going to test that conditioning. I'm going to make him go all five rounds We can me. do that. We can do that. I hope that you can stay in there. But, I hope that you can go 25. I, ho I hope that you can take the power. I hope that you can take the speed. If you think I'm only bringing conditioning, you crazy as hell. Like, you the one that's, that's got all the technical problems uh, that I don't think, you know, we're we going to see. We're going to see. We, we'll, we'll see. Like Edson Barbosa. I'm fighting guys like Rafael Dos Anjos. You know, you're saying you, I fought an unjuiced Rafael Dos Anjos. Are you off the juice, Kevin? You know, there's a YouTube video out there with you and saying growth hormones and you got bumps all over your stomach. You know what I did is I imagine you were a hundred times the size that you were when I was training for you. I made sure that I was going and I basically just got out of the hyperbolic time chamber when I was there in Big Bear. 
You have no idea the kind of person oh. I am and what I'm what you're dealing with, dude. You can talk as much as you want. At the end of the day, I'm gonna TF you and go fault. That's a Tony Ferguson finish. You're done, son. Hey, uh, All right. I ain't even gonna dignify that with a response. To be honest with you, in the filming, and you know what? I know Kevin. I guarantee you, I know him because when I saw him over here at the T-Mobile, and I I told him, I was like, you're a punk, dude. He used the early morning excuse to try not to like throw. And one thing was, is I guarantee he wouldn't listen, throw at me. And listen, he wouldn't listen. never throw at me. I would have because in. you wouldn't have did. It was too early for you. You had your coffee in your hand, and even if you tried to do, you were too slow. You say you're too fast. You never mess with a guy like me, dude. You have better luck look, running through look, hell with your underwear soaked in gasoline listen, than with a guy listen, like me. You came to me with nothing but PR guys and security around us. When I come at you, it ain't gonna there be no, no security. There was no security. There was absolutely there was no, no security. security. No Steve security. Was in Nobody was there. Bro, you bro, had Stephen Miosic and you had Tito Ortiz. You're looking for them to stop. Thing. You're like, oh, I oh ain't somebody looking for grab nobody, it. nothing. Because when it, because when it go down, you can do that. Nobody can do stop. that to anybody else. But right, we got a real right, man so, sitting in front of you, boy. So, you're so, not gonna so do when I, all right. So when I DM'd you afterwards, I told you to come to my house. I, I live in Vegas. Yeah, so dude, you I'm here right now. That. I'm here right now. Well, then you Your know where it's at. All right, well now we gonna get paid to do it. It's gonna be even better. Superhero powers, bro. It's gonna be even better now. You're breakable. I'm unbreakable. You're breakable. Fake. All right, it's gonna be even better now, cause now, now I get some money for it. Yeah, I told you, cool. good for you, you because you're the right, only cool. one that signed on the line. Now yeah. you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna bring look, any lawsuit to it. Boys, what I have to say is, you, 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 you try to mean mug. You try to mean mug. Boys, you can't guys, do. You guys mentioned Conor McGregor. I was already going to watch the fight. Then they had to put on this epic performance to get me super hype about the fight. I'm so glad this is the main event. No shade to DJ. He's my man. Looking forward to seeing him fight. But for real, we all expect him to do his thing and win. They got me geeked. Like, I don't watch the weigh-in shows. This is just an hour of people walking up and looking at each other. Big deal. I'll catch the uh, highlights just in case anything exciting happens i'm setting the dvr for this one. Oh man they were going at it tony got him now granted tony had some real weak stuff to say in there talking about some i'm coming out of a, a hyperbolic uh um uh time machine not a hyperbolic time machine chamber it's a hyper uh hyperbaric chamber and it helps you you know with getting oxygen and stuff and and recuperating but it's not a time machine although you know it's all on the fly so I, I give him a little pass on that he did have some some good ones though talked about you on the juice talked about you have a better chance of running through hell with gasoline draws on oh my goodness i can't wait for this fight ah it's gonna be real good, y'all. Real good. Okay, so as far as this card is concerned, um, Tony Ferguson is the favorite in the fight. I don't know. Kevin Lee kind of has a bit of an it factor, and I could see him winning. Now, granted, the line is really close on this fight. One other thing that is a big concern in at least from Kevin Lee's perspective, for me, as an outsider looking in, as of Thursday, he had 19 pounds to cut in order to make weight. 
that's a lot of weight to cut before a fight and a fight for the title. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Here's Coach Robert Fawless said that this is normal. He cuts down a lot. And Kevin Lee said, hey, look, after this fight, I win the belt. Go ahead and open up the 165-pound division because that's where I know I was shine. You know, we need more weight classes, and I know I could do it there. So, yeah, this is obviously showing that 155, he has to do a whole lot to get down to it and would be better suited fighting at a higher weight class. UFC said they're not going to open it up with them making interim titles and all that kind of good stuff. Might as well, but time will tell as far as that's concerned. Either way it goes, again, I love El Kukui. That's my dude, but I could see Kevin Lee pulling this out, so I I really don't know which way it's going to go. I'm leaning towards uh, Ferguson though now the greatest underdog on this fight card is Ray the Taz Mexican Borg uh, DJ like I said he should win it going away um, the only thing that makes me a bit nervous about this is that the last time I felt like this is when Anderson got knocked out by Chris Wyman so uh, We'll see. Although uh, DJ does not take anyone he fights lightly. And Anderson was playing way too much in that fight. And that was the beginning of the end for him. Uh, Derek Lewis is taking off Bricio Verdun. And that is my marquee matchup for the main card. <sighs> I used to like Verdun, but... He's getting kind of annoying, just picking fights for no reason. He was trying to fight Tony Ferguson. Here he is. He's a heavyweight, 265 pounds is what he has to weigh in at, but he's cutting down to that, trying to fight a 155-pounder for real? Crazy. So, uh, uh, yeah, and the Black Beast has been doing this thing, rescuing people, so we'll see what happens with that. Verdum is the favorite in that fight. I'm pulling for uh, Derek Lewis, though. Newcomer and late replacement Mara Romero Borea is taking on Calendra Feria. Now, Calendra was supposed to fight Andrea KGB Lee, who got pulled uh, due to some USADA stipulations. I think they just had to have a female fight on the card. I mean, granted, you got to get as many fights in for the fighters because they have to have so many fights per year based on their contract but they could have kept this and they've got it on the main card too I don't know if I'm feeling that for real Uh, we shall see got Evan Dunham and Benil Darius fighting Darius is the favorite Dunham has got skills too though that should be a good fight and on the undercard the voices marquee matchup is King Bobby Green versus Groovy Lando Venata. Bobby Green isn't scared of anybody. He brings it every single time he fights. And Lando Venata is like, oh, he's like a jazz impressionist the way that he fights. Oh my goodness, it's so 
beautiful, so technical, so just phenomenal. One of the best fights that I've seen in a while was when he fought uh, Tony Ferguson. That was a late replacement, too. Oh, man, they went at it. Lando Venata just pulled stuff out of nowhere. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to that fight. Now, honorable mention goes to Nick Lentz and Will Brooks. They were uh, teammates together at American Top Team. They are no more teammates. And they've been going back and forth for a, a little minute. Even, like, right before he left, things were getting a little testy. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to have a, a eye on that fight, too. As always, keep up with all things Trackstar Sports related. Like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page. Join the discussion on the Debate Fuel Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Debate Fuel. New content is released every day except for Sunday on anchor.fm forward slash Trackstar Sports. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple and or Google Play. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, bringing you the Trackstar Sports MMA main card, and I'm sounding off.